been awake too long, taking it easy today, a total eclipse. Welcome to the Ugly Werewolf Podcast. It is I, Nod Nash, your lovely, wonderful internet werewolf boyfriend. How you guys doing? Uh, that sounds really good. Quite wonderful, if you if you ask me. Wow, really? Oh no, guys! Snack pack. You don't have to talk to me like that. I'm already here for you, man. Okay, crazy week. Crazy, crazy week. Oh, I just like this. Sounds crazy. I still can't believe this fucking song playing. It's so cool. Uh, crazy week. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna stop. I want to keep playing a little bit. Uh, crazy week. There was a solar eclipse. A total solar eclipse that went across Oregon, and people flipped the fuck out. And everyone came here thinking that their that their chakras will explode out chi energy like in Naruto, like that guy uh, Rock Lee. He like, explodes out, and all of his wounds are healed. And he punches faster than the speed of sound and shit. There's a lot of weirdos around here, and all of them, all of them were talking about ley lines and their witchcraft. They're like, oh no, I have these spells I paint on my fingernails so I can have multiple spells that I can just cast off, like shutting the door with my wind. I can just use my wind spell on my eye. Okay. Wind spells on your, painted on your fingers? That's a little weird. I mean, why don't you paint, like, a massive, like, cape for your wind spell, and then you can just use that, like, soar through the sky or something instead of a fingernail to shut a door. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit pause. I'm gonna hit pause now. I don't wanna fuck up like I did last time. Because last time last episode, last week, I was getting used to a thing I kept hitting the wrong button at the wrong fucking time. <sighs> anyway, hello, welcome to the Ugly Werewolf Podcast. If this is your first time on the Ugly Werewolf Podcast, I'm your host, Nod Nash, the Ugly Werewolf. And I always like to talk about all the weird shit, the uh, strange, bizarre, as well as some petty things that I like to talk about. I mean, it is my podcast after all. This is where I talk about anything I want to, everything I want to, and every episode I have a nice tasty brew. Today's, I guess the quote-unquote sponsor, not really sponsored, uh, that no one pays for anything to get on here. I don't make any money on this because I hate myself. Uh, I got the uh, Jones Green Apple Soda. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I don't. I think everything just went to shit on my. Yep. Yep. It all did. It all did. Uh, I'm just curious as to why there's no one in here, and I now see why. I put in the wrong URL. Delete. Yes, please delete it. New tweet. I am so sorry. If you guys listening at home through uh, the the audio podcast that's edited. Uh, I'm not cutting this part out. You guys need to hear my fuck ups. Uh, stream is live. I get the audio set up perfectly, and I forget the... I fuck up the whole fucking thing right here. Damn. It's, oh, I just post, this, post a tweet. Boom. Instantly. I have three people in now. Christ. Nuts. Sandwiches. Ugh. Anyway, let's get my whole setup set back up. Anyway, welcome to the Ugly World Podcast. Uh, none of you guys saw the intro, I guess. Whatever. So, I'll just skip into the updates. My website, UglyWerewolf.com. Ooh, finally, last week you could go there. It existed, but it was just basic WordPress. Now when you go there, I have a little post talking about the three new, se- the season three episodes. I have an about page, I'm working on the contacts page, the facts page, the podcast page, the art pages. I'm actually getting stuff together and sorted and looking professional. It's wonderful. And uh, I always forget, I forgot to check the email there. Oh shit. I forgot to check the podcast email, so there could be a fucking email. I'll check it, it'll be next week. I'll do a secondary, if there's any email, I doubt there is. You You guys have been very quiet. With the email, uh, nonnashaglywerewolf.com. Just putting it out there. Just saying, you guys. 
Uh, anyway, so as a side update, all that stuff. Yeah, I think it's time for some bizarre. I actually have, I think, like three stories this week. So bizarre news. Boom. Wait, you hear that? Yeah, that's perfect timing. Got it. No more weird sound shit on that. I really need to get one of those boards that can hit buttons and shit so I don't have to, like, micromanage as I'm trying to micro-more manage. All right. The first story comes from news24.com. This is, I think it's in, it might be South Africa. I I, I had to narrow it down. It's not, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not the country that they're talking about. So this that's why it has a weird name. Sorry, I don't use my Fox News and my CNNs as much. Hundreds confess to eating human flesh. An armed policeman... Oh, shit, wrong. That's not the beginning. Fuck. Throw that away. Uh, Peter Maritzberg, a community... I'm... Uh, that is a word. Pieter Maritzberg, a community, a community meeting following the arrest of four est court men for allegedly killing a person and eating flesh saw hundreds of residents allegedly confess to having eaten human body parts procured from one of the accused. The four men, Nino Mbatha, 32, Stenbiso Sithole, 31, and Lingdokul Masando, 32, and Lungisani Magubane. I butchered all of those names. Don't come running at me because, oh, wow, those are some weird spellings. 30 uh, appeared at the Escort Magistrates Court on Monday on charges of murder and conspiracy. This, after one of the four men allegedly walked into the Escort Police Station on Friday holding human body parts and confessed to being tired of eating human flesh. We all know that's incorrect. No one can tire of eating delicious human flesh. When he was questioned, he produced part of a human leg and a hand. Furthermore, furthermore, further investigation led police to a house in Rendsburg Drift area in Escort, where they were met with foul smell and more human remains were found. KwaZulu Natal Police spokesperson... Colonel Thembeka Mbeli said on... I can't believe I got that, actually. I think that's, I got that one right. Wow, holy crap. Holy crap. Uh, said on Friday that one of the accused, also in Nyanga, traditional healer, was arrested in Amangui area where more body parts were found. It has been alleged that the men raped, killed, and cut up the body of a woman, which they then consumed. Hundreds of outrage, and then have a link to the other thing about the actual crimes and stuff. Hundreds of outraged escort locals gathered outside the magistrate's court on Monday morning, armed with cameras and cell phones in hopes of catching a glimpse of the four men. With police guarding the entrance to the court, residents were warned to stay back as the men were loaded into a police van after their court appearance and taken into police custody until the formal bail application on August 28th. It is currently the 25th, so in three days. That's how recent my, my weird news is. It's hard finding weird stuff like this. That's so recent. Everything is so old. No one wants to report on the weird stuff right now. Because last year I had the killer clown stuff at this time of the year. Later, Ward Counselor Mthembeni Majola, who held a meeting in the... Oh, I'm not even... I'm not even attempting that one. Community Hall on Monday morning said that around 300 residents had confessed to visiting Mbatha, the traditional healer, and knowingly eating human flesh that he gave to them. He said that there were around 700 people at the meeting, where about 300 residents confessed to allegedly knowing Batha had human flesh and allegedly confessed to eating it. He said a community member, who had been very close to Batha, had had falling out with the traditional healer. And, let's see, uh, Majola alleged that the matter was not just limited to the escort, but also the traditional healers had links to the Uthukela area. And yeah, that's pretty, I'm not going to read it. it. gets a lot more wordy. And so that's the end of that one. But yeah, so a guy is like, I'm a traditional healer. You can trust me. Goes out, kills someone and start, well, multiple people. And I assume, I guess, grave robbing or something. 
starts getting all these body parts, starts hoarding them all together, and then starts giving them out, and then the people, the community, like, yeah, no, I'll eat all of these. I'll eat all of these people. Yeah, cool. So at the press conference, like, all right, we're tr- getting this guy out of the court. We're taking him to the jailhouse now. And everyone's like, well, I ate the human flesh. And then 299 more people. Yeah, I ate the human flesh too. It's like, whoa. <laughs> like, do you arrest of all those people? I imagine it would be a crime of some... Uh, well, no, that's not true. It wasn't until... Well, it wasn't until 1998 that cannibalism actually wasn't technically illegal in England or something like that. Like, all the ways of getting the body parts to consume it was illegal. Like, a guy did that. Like, he got, like, the one only way. He's, like, in the big, huge square in London. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to eat this uh, human testicle, so I'm just going to eat that. And, like, you're under arrest. Like, what law am I breaking? And, like, ah, oh, shit. There is no actual technical law on this. And then Meatland's like, all right, make a law. Okay, now this fucking law. Don't do it again, you fucking asshole. And up, oh, people starting to talk in the chat right now. Hello, 5600 milliliter. Ah, yes, thank you for calling me Butt Sniffs. I enjoy the nicknames. Uh, beef strips. Beef strips. Beet strips. Wow. Beef strips says so much cannibalistic talk lately, right? Like, ugh, God. I mean, I talked about eating Nazis last episode, and then. The, my normal source for all my weird, bizarre stuff. My normal source, I click on it, and <laughs> I, I always do research three days in advance. Day one, click, top title, 300 people confess to cannibalism. I was like, oh, okay, so this is this is the theme, I guess, of, of August. Last year was Killer Clowns in the Forests of Georgia, 2017, cannibalism. Uh, 5,600 milliliters ML, uh, says, don't you know that I'm the nicest person ever? The biggest lie I've ever uttered. Oh, they're talking to each other's <laughs> beef strips. Uh, next time on the ugly werewolf, how to cook a human. I almost, uh, a couple months ago for my website, before I started the whole thing, I almost wrote a joke article about how to properly cook a human. <sighs> See, if I would have done that, that would come about to bit me. Like, after recording this, people like, this guy's actually a fucking cannibal. It's like, shit, oh, now I'm famous for the cannibal. Yeah, fucking, let's just own it. Let's just own it. I'll just, and then I'll get body parts and shit in the mail, and then I'll go to jail. Ugh. All right, I'm going to drink. Oh, uh, since everyone's here late, I got my Jones cane sugar soda. It's green apple flavor. I'll go into this later. Mm. This is a throwback, though. I used to get this stuff all the time, a kid, in the summer. All right. This one's exciting. This second one. Because I got three today. Exciting. <clears throat> the Shed of the Year competition includes non-sheds for the first time. The Shed of the Year competition is including non-sheds for the first time. Colin Furs from Stamford... Something Shire has a bunker hidden four meters under his garden shed, which is the hashtag not a sheds categories first winner. The 38 year old filled his bunker with a drum kit and games and consoles, as well as an ejector bed. Okay, that's cool. Like, I'm imagining like a bed that like flips you up really, really fast, like shoots you out like through like chimney or something. That'd be cool. Oh, that's probably something that's just like one of those Thomas beds or something, the ones that fold into the wall. I have to use my right hand. I just, God, I, fuck, I fucked up my orientation. I'm fucking... Uh, Injector bed. Built and designed by him. Meanwhile, a dad who built a cool shed for his daughter is the first category winner of Best Cabin and Summer House. I have cabin and summer house sections now at a shed building competition? Okay. Ben Swam... Ben Swan. That's what I'm not going to finish the rest of that. What is up with the names today? Crepes from Surrey was given 500 pounds. I know that. That that means they're English. Pounds. I know the L sign. Was given 500 pounds in savings by 12-year-old Elsie and constructed a mushroom-shaped house. Ben's mushroom shed is a two-story building in Chidingfold? including a hidden trap door and a porch swing. The pair were revealed in the first episode of the new series of Channel 4's Amazing Spaces Shed of the Year. 
The winners go up against six other category winners in a final battle, with the overall winner being crowned in September. The shed of, with a boat on its roof owned by Alex Holland from Mackinleth in Powys. Powys? Powys? Won the competition back in 2013. In 2014, the winner was Allotman Roof Shed by Joel Bird from North London. Rainwater from the roof flows off through a pipe to water his herbs, and then there's a little staircase leading to a tin bath where Joel can have a summer soak. He still builds custom sheds to this day. They do end it with that. A year later, it was Walter... Micklethwaite's... Okay, I think they're just making fu- making up fucking British names now. I think this might be a joke. I think I fell for a joke! Micklethwaite? It was Walter Micklethwaite's Inshriark Distillery, which one should of the year. This year, I'm assuming. It used to be a dilapidated hen house and then an assorted pile of old junk. The Edwardian County House has an estate near Aviemore and beats more than 2,500 other entries to take the title. And, yep, that's it. That's pretty much the number one. Oh, do I, did I have a fourth one? Or oh, Okay, nope, nope, okay. I forgot to remove the pictures on this one. The final... <laughs> I just saw that I, I had to. This, a shed competition finally accepting non-sheds. I had to. <laughs> and now people are making fun of you for, making, for not knowing British names in the chat. Uh, 5,600. I'm pretty sure that's a real British name. My grandma has a friend whose name is Bathing Sweet. So, I was like, Bathing God. There's weird names. Like, like, oh, Finkelbottom. That's fake. No, Finkelbottom is a real British name. It's like, what the fuck? That's like finding Mr. Poopy Butthole is an actual real-life person. Alright, the final story. Firefighters eat sausages made of piglets they saved from Blaze. Farmers send gift sausages to thank Wiltshire firefighters who rescued piglets and two sows from a fire in a barn. This co- Oh, shit. The last one was from bbc.co.uk. This one is from... Shit. Uh, the Guardian. I found... Well, now you know. Fuck it. I didn't fuck this up for crap. Uh, a pig was... Uh, rescued them, the baby pigs and two sows were freed by firefighters from PUC in Wiltshire when a barn went up in flames in February. The farmer, Rachel Rivers, promised she would present the firefighters with the organic sausages when the animals were slaughtered for their meat. Six months later, she did just that, and the firefighters cooked the bangers on a barbecue. However, both farmer and firefighters have faced criticism from some who have found the arrangement a little queasy. Rivers, who near PUC accepted that some of the vegetarians and animal rights campaigners would not be happy. She said, this was just a token gesture to the fire service. They were over the moon with them. This is just what we do. We are not an animal sanctuary. We give the pigs the best opportunity and the best life they could have for six months. They won't be kept inside. They are outdoors and fed with organic food, which is grown on the farm. The piglets were just two weeks old when the firefighters saved their bacon... (laughs) <laughs> I don't have my boo sound effect queued up. Uh, and were turned into sausages after being fattened up, River said. At the time, I told them I would give them the sausages. The PC watch manager, Mark Hiller, said, when we arrived at the scene shortly before 10 p.m., half of the barn was on fire, with the pigs sheltering in the corner on the other side. The tough bit was getting towards it and then to free the pigs. Once they were clear, we took defensive approach, kept the situation under control, and then left the fire to burn itself out. Social media users expressed distaste at the farmer's gesture. Like, like, how dare you kill those pigs that were designed to kill? I mean, like, where do you think your meat comes from? Where do you think your vegetables come from? You have to kill something to get food. But an animal's different from a plant. I mean, it's still alive. I mean, come on. Don't overthink it. Life comes from death. Life sucks. Wear a helmet. You're talking to a werewolf who wants to eat Nazis, all right? Come on, guys. Tell me. I'm getting upset over eating pigs. Pigs are delicious. Pharaoh Monaco wrote, What a dreadful story. Lovely that they saved the pigs, but why publish their demise? Grim. Because it makes a really funny title. I mean, (laughs) come on. Come on. It's a funny title. That's the only reason they published it. Pearl Lucia Sayer wrote, Could she not just say thanks? What's wrong with a box of roses? Well, if they're going to get ground up in the sausage anyway, why not give them to the person who saved them? 
I mean, firefighters deserve sausages too, alright? All sausages matter. All firefighters matter. Still, the PUC Fire Station posted a glowing review of the sausages. It said, exactly six months and one day since firefighters rescued 18 piglets from a fire, we got to sample the fruits of our labors from the February 9th. Huge thank you to Rachel Rivers for dropping them off for us to sample. Highly recommended by PUC Fire Station crew, and if anyone of our followers is having a bank holiday barbecue this weekend, then check out these sausages. They are fantastic. Boom. That's the final one right there. Of the bizarre news, I really like. I did that for title alone, and it wasn't too long, so I figured I might as well do it. But yeah, after reading that, I did kind of want sausages. Ugh, oh, man, sausages are so good. All right, that's a uh, that's uh, it for the bizarre news. All right, I'm gonna take another sip of my delicious apple. I almost said cider. My apple soda. Mmm. And I'm going to talk about what's on everybody's mind right now. Because <clears throat> uh, we all know... Oh, fucking phone. Sorry, shut up. Quiet. The solar eclipse. Who remembers the solar eclipse? I do. It was a solar eclipse. I remember it so well when the sky went dark on that September 28th afternoon. That loud, that loud humming sound, and then scientists being baffled because, like, there wasn't no scheduled fucking solar eclipse. But, eh, let's not worry about it. And next thing you know, this plant gets really popular and starts eating... Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking the wrong solar eclipse. Solar eclipse that passed through the Pacific Northwest. Holy fucking shit balls. People were going insane on the internet, in real life. People were swarming destroyed the traffic in the streets. People were being stranded for hours at a time. Only a couple days before the eclipse. The day of the eclipse, there was no fucking traffic at all. I know this because I I was awake all night and I slept through the eclipse. You know what I did? I said, oh no, but how? But uh, the eclipse, how could you just sleep, sleep through it? I was like, well, because it's just an eclipse, I mean... I got all the werewolfy power I need. I don't need to gather more power from that. Plus, I don't have the equipment to view a fucking solar eclipse. I'm not going to stare at the sun like I'm some backwater house cat that likes looking at light bulbs. <laughs> I don't have those stupid... I couldn't find any of the pairs of those stupid glasses that you get and you wear so you can stare at the sun. Uh, I, I My friend had a pair, but I got too busy staring at just the sun itself. So it's just put them on. It's like, oh yeah, for the eclipse in two weeks. I'm like, uh huh, yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm just staring at the sun because this looks really cool. Uh, I didn't have fucking lenses for my camera. I didn't have a cereal box. We have fucking cereal boxes and tin foil anymore to make one of those viewer box thingies. Don't got that. And then all the doomsday talk. Do you know how much doomsday talk there was? I was I read a couple articles about people. Well, this could be the end. You know, I mean. What happens if there's like a solar flare during it and it shoots and it propels the moon into the earth? I'm like, what are you talking about? That's, it's not a pool game. It's not Looney Tunes space pool doing trick shots off the moon and solar flares and shit. Like, come on, you guys. I did, I appreciated all the talk about, people started talking about, oh yeah, new ley lines, you know, like, with the solar eclipse coming at this time of day, you could have the ley lines give you energy, and I'm like, oh, please, all talk, I want you to write all of this information down into a huge book, and give it to me, I want to hear all of this, this is fascinating stuff, I know half of you are just pulling everything you can out of your ass, and then you're, uh, the other half is just repeating all the stuff that other people probably pulled out of their ass, so it's great, I love it, it gets it's so entertaining about it, because... They start talking about this weird, like, I can feel the energy. I know exactly what time will happen at 3 p.m. I'm like, really? Because it's uh, scheduled for, like, what, 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 like, 10, 11 a.m.? So, I mean, all right, that's kind of cool. It's wonderful. It's happening. And then after it happened, no one gave a shit. There's just, there's four cool pictures on the internet. There's a thousand millions, a million thousands. What's that, a billion? There was that many pictures that were just a picture of just, like, the sun. They're like, look at the sun! Click. And it's like, that looks like a picture of the sun, dude. Did you put the little piece of thingy in front of it? Did you not? 
did you forget did you forget to put the thingy in front of the camera lens because i just see a picture of the sun i can do that right now i don't see what the whole huge fuss was i mean there's like two solar eclipses happen every single year it's just they usually happen out in the middle of the ocean so no one gives a shit this one time it happens over weird portland so everyone has to get all batshit insane and come here i just want to drive to the store and drive to work and Drive home and not have to deal with someone trying to get me to buy them cigarettes. So, and like, I'll trade you. If you buy me cigarettes, I can perform some spiritual energy cold laser therapy on you to help grow back your third nipple and drain your spinal fluid, which shouldn't be there. This is a conversation someone had with me. Apparently, our spines are filled with fluid. Spinal fluid. That fluid's not supposed to be there. And you need to have a healer crack your back in with a tap drain out that fluid so you can be healthier someone in his 7-eleven parking lot told me like yeah if you buy me cigarettes for free over there i can just drain out all that negative fluid from your spine i was like no i'm good definitely good i i kind of like my spinal fluid being in place right now and uh oh people are starting to talk again I have to wait seven years for the next solar eclipse. Yep, that's right. The next solar eclipse that's going to happen over the United States of America is going to be over Texas in about seven or so years. Well, Texas and, like, the eastern seaboard. Texas to the southeastern area and it goes up to, like, Carolinas and shit. And living dead guy 989 is here. A full eclipse doesn't happen for a long time. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's like two every year. I looked it up. I Googled it. Google how often, like, a full eclipse happens. They happen, like, a couple times a year. Just almost always over the fucking ocean. So, I know that one. I know that one. Because someone said, it's not for another, like, 500 years. I'm like, then, okay, then. So, everyone's going to be here. Google it. I'm like, oh, no, it happens, like, two times a year. Sometimes three to four times a year. That's the thing. But back to draining spinal fluids. I just, I just kind of, like, wanted to say something. I got pissed off at all the fucking weirdos that came off and, like, held up traffic. I want to talk about the fucking spinal tap stuff. Because she said she found this out. When she was doing heroin, she tripped and banged her head, and that's when the aliens spoke to her, that are responsible of putting the ley lines. <laughs> you don't understand how fascinating this stuff is to me. It's like listening to Alex Jones. Say what you want about Alex Jones, but when you listen to his actual theories, you just sit there like, please, go on, yes. I'm like, yes. So after you did heroin, banged your head after falling down, you had a vision of the aliens who planted the magical powers and ley lines on planet Earth, that's when she found out that Jesus was actually one of those aliens, and then his spirit came and told her that she could be the new messiah by draining out the spinal fluid, which was put there by... She didn't go into that part. It's just there now, and it's negative, and you have to get your spinal fluid removed. And that's how you could get a full-on brainwave of, I, I guess, inspiration? Enlightenment? I, she doesn't specify. She says, it's bad. Remove the spinal fluid, and you're good. And living dead guy, uh, they, they're probably aliens who survive on human spinal fluid. Yes, they probably are. I mean, come on. And it's just like, okay. And she said she'd perform the, the surgery on herself to remove the spinal fluid, which is, you know, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you need your spinal fluid. I mean, wouldn't it, like, I imagine, like, die or have, like, severe pain because it doesn't, like, suspend, like, your nerves. So it doesn't bounce on your, like, spinal column. Like, I don't know this... <laughs> The quote for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about spinal fluid to, to, to dispute it, so. <laughs> Plus, it was like, should do it like in the fucking back lot of fucking 7-Eleven. I always made those jokes. I always make those jokes. And the first time in my entire life, I had the, uh, go behind the 7-Eleven to get something. And it wasn't a sex act. It wasn't that. It was having my spinal fluid removed. Anyway, I want to cover some grievances. I use this as a segue into my grievances because i wanted to grieve about the uh, solar eclipse which i just did and the wackos that came out i think i actually wrote down that i was supposed to talk about them too later anyway um uh, my grievances i don't know I just, i've been feeling very ranty recently i ah, i get more like frustrated i get more nitpicking i just want to rant about something fucking stupid like last week i went off about something I can't even remember. I went off like 12 different things and I, I stopped myself each time. And then I just want to kind of like rant and like, get out of this. 
And oh, someone about about spinal fluid, 5,600 milliliters. I have a friend from Second Life that has to have their spinal fluid checked out a lot. It's really traumatic. So your person is probably insane. I imagine that they are insane. Yes, that's the vibe I got. Just in case you're wondering, I do have all of my spinal fluid still in my spinal fluid tanks. All right. I didn't get that stuff removed. That was, yes, I'm very sure that there's something not completely all there about them. My grievances. I want to complain. I want to complain. I want to yell. And I want to rant. All right. The first one is actually comes from earlier today. Big sandwich orders. I walk into fucking Subway, all right? This is why I got a late start today because I wanted a sandwich from Subway because I'm lazy and there's a Subway. They make really shitty sandwiches, but they're lightning quick. And it's right next to where I live. I go in there. I'm like, all right, I got my Jones soda. I got my fucking... I I bought something else. I think I bought... Some toilet paper. I don't, I don't fuck. I don't, shit. I don't. This is how my brain works. I don't like. Oh, you just purchased money an hour ago. I'm like, yeah, fucking whatever. I don't give a shit. This fucking asshole with the sandwiches. He ordered like seven, eight sandwiches, seven or eight sandwiches, and then he didn't know what was on them. Like, oh, what? You're an office guy. He has like a nice button-up shirt, khakis, the slicked back hair. He's like, oh, I'm an office guy. Look at my fancy watch. I can't afford. Or like, I'm picking up lunch for everyone from fucking Subway. Oh, what's, what are the sandwiches? Um, that's that's exactly what he was doing every time. He, what kind of cheese? Uh, cheddar. All right. What about this sandwich? Uh, the entire time I'm staring at a little fucking takeout menu there. Subway has these. They have little takeout menus because you can call Subway, order a sandwich, get this. Order a sandwich and then come pick it up. You can call them, tell them what you want. You can have your list of every sandwich you want with all the ingredients. Just tell that to them and they'll make it. And you just drive in, give them money. You just walk in, you just throw a huge wad of cash at them and they throw a huge bag of sandwiches at you and then you leave. This fucking asshole. It doesn't help. This asshole, he made a sandwich that was nothing but sauces. He wanted a ham sandwich. I remember this. I was there. He wanted a ham sandwich with Swiss cheese toasted with mayo, Southwest sauce, vinegar, the red wine vinaigrette sauce, all of it. Oil. You want oil? Like all of the fucking sauces pretty much. And it's just like this swamp as it tries to absorb into this no longer very absorbent toasted bread bouncing off the greasy ham that they have in there. I'm like, he's just getting everywhere. And the guy's like looking at it. He's like, I should not, I should not have ordered this sandwich. And the guy, the poor kid, he's just trying to get the sandwich to not fall apart. And this is only the first sandwich of seven or eight. I was got, I spaced out there. I was in there for about 35, 40 minutes. Every sandwich was like this. It was a complete disaster. Finally, he gets to me. I'm like, what do you want? It's like, I want a footlong and Italian tuna cheese. I want provolone vegetables, everything except for lettuce, tomato, and pickles. Southwest sauce. That's it. That's it. Boom. I just rattle it all off. Kid. Here's your sandwich. I'm like, cool. Throw in a diet Coke. Boom. Yummy. This asshole takes 10 minutes per sandwich. I don't know. I just really wanted to yell at that guy. I just want to yell more about that guy in a stupid fucking purple shirt. I hated that purple shirt. I had to stare at it. It was, it was some kind of weird lavender instead of, instead of being a normal lavender shirt, it was this awkward, slightly more vivid lavender. It wasn't quite violet, but it wasn't lavender somewhere in between. And it was just obnoxious enough. Cause like if it's a pastel, like lavender or something, you see that and you're like, Oh, okay. That's you barely notice the color color is like, yeah, whatever. This was, this was like, wasn't screaming. It wasn't like a guy on the corner going, ah, this was a guy who's sitting in a booth at Taco Bell when the entire restaurant is empty. So yeah, Taco just, I'm like drunk. I'm hungover. I want to sit here. And the guy sits in the booth. So his head's like right there, like not even a foot away from yours. Cause he's in the other booth and he's on his phone, just talking loud about his anal warts or something. And you're just like, God damn it, dude. Like, could you just tone it down just a little bit? Cause that's the color of his shirt as he's in there and his hair was just had a little bit too much oil and hair product in it. Like he, like he used hair gel and then put a little bit of oil in there too. So it like, it had a weird little like beat, like each, like a little like 
gelled strand of hair was sweating, which is weird because hair should not be sweating. That's really, really, really gross and creepy. But it's... <laughs> oh, I know this guy could be like curing cancer right now. Like he's going to Mars. This guy could be curing Mars cancer. And here I am making fun of his shirt so brutally. I don't know that fucking shirt, man. Just any <laughs> people are just okay. Um, oh man, uh, customer uh, B strips. Customers are like that. Customers like that are so annoying, especially when they are so picky and in a group of 10. It was just one guy ordering all the sandwiches, and he did not have a piece of paper. He was doing it all from memory. He was that guy. Uh, living dead guy, 989. Ew, forget the spinal fluid. That guy is an alien. Right? The fucking... Jesus Christ! The the the, the hair sweat. The... That weird shirt. The sauces. All of the sauces. Just, like, drowning that is... Like, I remember specifically when they wrapped it up and he put it in the bag and he lifted it up as he left. It was, like, already a pool of, like, the oils and sauces and forming in the bottom of the bag. It was so disgusting. Uh, and, oh, Neon! Neon's here. What did you miss? Uh, you missed spinal fluid drainings, a uh, really, really gross alien sandwich, and the worst purple shirt in all of existence. This is only the first rant, by the way. This is This is my new thing. I'm just going to rant as much as I totally can. Also, I'm making a point to try to say the names every time. Someone got back to me and they loved the comment thing as they listened to it. But, he's, but he was like, uh, but, um, so I don't know who's talking. You, you keep forgetting to say their names. So I'm, I'm trying to remember that. Trying to remember that. That's right, neon viscosity. Spinal fluid. <laughs> the second one, uh, my shirts aren't punk enough. Someone told me this. I was out. I was out and about with someone. And... <laughs> I was like, when I go out and about, come on, I got my wolf skins on, all right? They're all studded out. They're charged full of my black magics. I got my my protecting buttons, you know, that reflect certain specific spells. I got my cool shit. Like, I'm cursed. I'm cursed because I'm a teenage werewolf. Oh, what's this? I am deathless because I'm a cool ghoul. I'm a cool ghoul, all right? I put a lot of time and effort making these things. A lot of enchanting skills. All right, I'm fucking out. Guy says, "Hey, that's a cool vest, but you you don't look like you've been wearing that all day." It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who the fuck are you to say I haven't been wearing this all day? Of course, I've been wearing it all day. Like, why the fuck wouldn't I? Oh no, see, I have my most fanciest of pressed vests that I put on for only only the classiest of dive bars. All right. It's like, well, because you're just wearing that pink shirt. Like uh, this shirt, I'm wearing this one right here. It's just like this grayish pink that's it that's all it is it's like a heathered pink tank top he's like well that's not really a punk shirt i'm like what the fuck are you get the fuck do you know what punk, punk is doing what you want do what you want do it yourself and do what you want and then and then you're telling me i'm not fucking punk enough are you fucking kidding me <laughs> i'm not gonna say is like it's they just said it in the chat the person i was with just said it in the chat <laughs> i'm not saying that asshole's name but his asshole, you know exactly what kind of name. It'll be like a Brad name, a Chad name, a, a, Tre a Trevor name, a Justin name. You know, something like that. Someone who's like, who went to college for like one extra year, but no one knows why. That kind of guy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I can hear you guys through my magical brain vision. You guys in the future hearing this not and go, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. The guy who drinks Smirnoff ice non-ironically. You know, he actually says, you've been iced. That's my favorite drinking game, by the way. Because all it is is you just have Smirnoff ice. You just, like, turn to someone like, hey, you've been iced. And like, oh, no. And they have to drink the Smirnoff ice. It's like, you've been beard. Oh, no, I have to drink this beer. <laughs> like, that's not a drinking game, but I love it. I love the idea of that. It's so generous. But yeah, my shirt's not punk enough. <laughs> now, 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 ooh, man. What are you guys saying about it? Uh, living dead guy, maybe you need more spikes to use that on the naysayers. It wasn't the vest. Like, the vest isn't what's doing. It's my normal shirts, I guess. Uh, I have a shirt that says this shirt's been tested on animals. I have a shirt that has nothing but a bunch of, like, the most famous movie spoilers on it. And, and that, that's that kind of shit right there. People are like, that's not punk. It's like, do I need to go and buy my $30 Misfits t-shirt and then throw it in a washing machine with a bunch of rocks so it looks like it's beat up and shit? Is that what I need to do? Do I need to get my, my officially sponsored Misfits fidget spinner TM and, like, flick that around wearing my Misfits shirt with the logo on it 12 times that says I'm a member of the Fiend Club? 
Do I need to be doing that? Like, yeah. Is that when I need to look punk enough? I don't need to try to look punk, and I don't know why this is pissing me off. I think it was just that off comment that came out of nowhere. It's like, nah, you don't look, you don't look like uh, you wear this all the time. It's like, what? if this parking meter was not attached into the ground with cement, I'd use it as a baseball bat to smash your drink out of your hand. I'm not going to hit you over. I'm just going to smash your drink. Dude, what the hell? I'll go spend another fucking $3 and get another fucking, what, what you, I, I don't know what he's drinking, like Miller Lite or some bullshit like that. Fucking asshole. <laughs> See, Zima. Thank you. 56 milliliters Zima. He drinks Zima. Uh, uh-oh, Neon. Uh, Neon Viscosity says, Oh, Nod, I wanted to ask, and don't know if you care, but what do you think about the writer of Half-Life releasing a possible story for episode three you are asking the wrong guy this is oh i guess i can go into a half-life right i never got into half-life i never played the first half-life i got uh half-life 2 only through the orange box and then i never finished half-life 2 uh the game did not grip me it was the story was kind of cool and interesting but the game is so dated go back and play it and remove the nostalgia the game is so empty. You just walk and feel lonely. Like, there's nothing. Like, you're playing, like... It's like playing uh, 007 Goldeneye on the N64 after you kill everyone. Just walk back through the level. And you find, like, the one guy. Like, oh, I just missed this one guy. Kill all that. I guess that was it. That's the entirety of the game. Just moving forward. I got to one part where the fucking... We have to drive down a highway in the car and a helicopter chases you. That glitched out for me. So the car got stuck in the middle of the road. It couldn't move. My save file did an autosave, so I couldn't go back unless we back like two hours for my actual manual save. So I'm sitting right here, I'm like, so how do I get here? I just have to manually walk for 40 minutes to the next villain. Like, all right, and how here's an helicopter. It's back. Finish it off. Like, I don't have the gun on the little car anymore. I have my pistol. I'm out of ammo. What do I do? I'm fucked. <laughs> I know this because I went back like not like recently to play Half Life Two, and that's where I was. Like, oh, okay, well, whatever. I mean, I like the the Ravencroft where it is, the head crab zombie area. That was kind of cool. It was a little easy and not really scary because you just get the grav gun and just hold the razor blade, just bounce it off. Once you get used to the, like, the bouncing razor blade thing, you have infinite ammo that clears out entire rooms, which is cool to use, but it's a little not... Like, it takes away all the scariness. Like, oh no, this monster might get you! Oh, I just killed everything in the room with two clicks. Ha ha. But uh, that the guy can do whatever he wants for Half-Life 3. If the fact that he wants to release a story that he was thinking for Episode 3 is like, okay, so we now it's now confirmed Valve is no longer making Half-Life 3. They gave up. And after this point in time, I just want them to get it so they'll shut up. I'm tired of it. As, as funny as the Half-Life 3 confirmed memes are at this point, hilarious, by the way, you can't you can't see this in the audio, but I hopefully that you could hear the eye roll. Uh oh, the people are talking now. Uh oh, dude it was tryhard. Let it. Oh, uh, living dead guy. At this point, if Valve makes a trilogy. It might end the world, right? Fucking right. Uh, neon viscosity. It's pretty pointless to play Half Life. Yeah. I kind of agree like that line. I get it. Like it's a really good game. I can see how it came out. How it'd be really, really, really revolutionary. It's not my type of game. I never finished it. It has some cool mysteries in it, but like it's so outdated at this point. It'll be, it'll feel like if they finally made the super Mario brothers movie sequel, like they've led up to at the very end of it. Cause everyone still kind of wants to see that. Like if they made it now, like no one gives a shit anymore. If they made half life three, I'm pretty sure the internet would shut down for a day because people were like, Oh God, like, I, I don't give a shit. I just don't want to see this. It's like the solar eclipse in me. It's like, you know what? You just kept talking. I don't give a shit anymore. Release it. Yeah. And then, like, everyone says they're going to play it, and then four people actually had the equipment and had the glasses to look at the fucking solar eclipse. That's what it's going to be with Half-Life 3. <laughs> I really hope my roommate's not home, because he's a huge Half-Life nerd. So... <laughs> <laughs> like he's already like sweating angrily outside of my door. He's like, once that camera's fucking off, I'm gonna kick that door open and make him eat that bottle. <laughs> like too late, I'm gonna eat it before you. I'm not gonna eat the fucking bottle. It's not sugar glass. Uh, but no, it's really funny if you like Half Life. Uh, if you want Episode Three, I, I think it's cool that the guy's doing it. I mean, someone has to respect the the fans that made Valve as huge of a company they are today. I mean, come on. 
At least Blizzard, a shitty company they are, at least they, you know, like, released StarCraft 2. <clears throat> Man, this stuff is pretty good. <clears throat> uh, Alright, what was I on again? Oh, the, uh, the asshole not liking my fucking punk shirts. I almost want to start doing that thing, like, buy old curtains from Goodwill. Like, like, like grandma designs and make shirts out of that. And wear that under my fucking vest. And be like, that's not very punk of you. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, Alright, when's the last time you saw someone wear Jughead's hat? With a knife? Going through a piece of pizza. By the way, some people have asked me about this. I do, in fact, actually have the hat. I do wear the hat. I just can't put it on over my headphones. My headphones don't really fit on over the hat that well. I do have the fucking hat. Stop asking. So I draw myself with it. It's really cool and I like it. And it does nothing for me. All it does is ruin the back of my head hair. If I had a bald spot back there, it would cover up perfectly. But I don't, so I think I will get a bald spot because of that hat. Uh, oh, soda selections. This is why I'm drinking. I really, 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 really wanted a craft soda today. I did not feel like having a beer on the podcast. I don't feel like I have a beer now. I just like woke up and was like, all right. That's so why I went to the store. I was like, all right, I'm going to go get a Subway sandwich after this. I was like in the beer section, like, I don't really feel like any of this. Wait, Fredmeyer has a huge craft soda selection. Meander on over there. I'm like, oh boy, and we got Sprite and Coke in glass bottles. That's what they had. And so I, I was like, I could have sworn there's 100 million craft sodas just the other year. Just a, just a few months ago. No, I was wrong. So I had to go. They didn't even have all the flavors of Jones. They had green apple. That's it. They had three rows of Green Apple Jones. That's the craft soda section. Hello, thank you, goodbye. So, I was really, really pissed off, because I remember, it was only a couple months ago, I walked in there, I was like, oh, what's this? Cherry cream soda. Oh, it's like, oh, it's made here using this stuff right here, this, 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 and like, the the brewery, and it was cool. It was like, it, it was... It was like a craft beer when you get those pint bottles and they talk about the flavors and stuff. Like, like, oh, this is cool, except it's soda. And like, yeah, that's cool. I like that. And now it's nothing but fucking like Coke in a glass bottle, Sprite in a glass bottle, Squirt in a glass bottle, and Jones Green Apple. And I agree with you, Neon. Why Green Apple? It's not the worst flavor, but it's, again, why Green Apple? I mean, it's it's not the worst. Certainly not the best. Everyone knows the best is Berry Lemonade, the stuff that... Looks like it's glowing blue. Oh, yeah. It's so good. They didn't have that. The best flavor. They didn't have the cream soda. They didn't have the strawberry lime. They didn't have the strawberry. They didn't have the cotton candy. They, they had nothing. They had the green apple. Nothing but green apple. A lot of green apple. They didn't have any green river lime soda. I love green river. As funny as the name it is, when you see that, like, what's the taste? Is from all the gr- green river killings? Has it been long enough to make jokes about that? I'm going to assume so, because no one even remembers a Green River killer, so, you know. PB and J. Jones? That's Neon Viscosity, PB and J. Jones, right there. It burns out? That's it, that's the uh, end of my soda rant. That's the shortest rant by far. I, it's just, it just kind of threw me for a loop when I just saw, like, no craft soda. Maybe no one's making craft soda anymore. I don't see the craft soda being, like, a... Uh, like a booming market. <laughs> like with craft like beers, people are tired of drinking piss water like Budweiser and shit. So like, no, I can do this better and have it more alcohol. And they did it and people like it. With sodas like, oh, I could I could put more sugar in this soda. Yes. Alright. <laughs> My roommate was here, but he didn't hear me because he wasn't sweaty or angry. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who didn't just see the awkward turn because you're at home listening on the podcast, that was my roommate. He just opened the door and said, like, are you recording? I was like, no, I'm just screaming and sweating into my... I just do this. I don't actually have a podcast. None of you are real. This is all just part of my beautiful mind. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen a beautiful mind, his friends are all a part of his beautiful mind. <laughs> don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh... I got, uh, oh, I got the new Meg Mogganal comic, the new hardcover book, uh, One More Year. Ooh, man, it's good. It got, it's, it's not as shocking as Mega Hex. It's not as lethargic and depressing as Amsterdam. It's, it's definitely different. It's, 
it's ambivalent. It's multiple feelings at once. One more year. It's it's a little like it's one of those things like as you read it, like you just have this whole moment of like self realization. It's like oh god, oh. it's like that reading through it. It's really good. If you guys are not familiar with Meg Moganal, it's made by Simon Hanselman. Great comicer, great comicer. Uh, I'm pretty sure Vice.com has or Vice whatever Vice. Everyone knows Vice that website. Uh, Vice a lot of the strips and single stories, short stories, comics are on Vice. Just just type in Meg Mog Al Vice, and I'm sure you'll find them. Simon Hanselman. It's like traditionally drawn. It's a basic style. It uses a basic square telling format, not using multiple sized, different angled panels. Now I'm getting kind of weird with my my comic talk. This is a show now. And my fact, I'm being a nerd. It's really good. I highly re- recommend checking out all the Meg Moganals. I got the new book. I just finished. I bought it last night. And then today I was like, all right, I got shit to do. Sit down, read the entire fucking book. Like, shit, I have my podcast. Shit, I had... I'm going to shoot myself with my gun. I'm going to use black magic to form a gun and shoot myself with it. Uh, God, I have a bunch of... I, uh, if you've been on my Twitter, you, you noticed I posted a couple things. I got really drunk the other day. And when I woke up, my phone was on me. And I pick, picked it up. Oh, I don't have any missed calls. Okay, click. And my phone opens up and it's on this manga website and I was apparently reading a comic called My Girlfriend is a T-Rex and it's about a sexy T-Rex girl like waist down T-Rex like huge and like takes up a room top half just a normal large breasted Japanese woman but then her form down is just T-Rex arms that's it she has sharp teeth it's like this weird character design and this guy just like, oh, she acts cute, and then they're, 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 it's his girlfriend. It's just a bunch of dumb little like two, three page little stories about them being cute. And that's the entire comic. I'm on like <sighs> each chapter has like four or five of those stories. I'm on like chapter nine or ten. It's it's a new addiction for me. It's a new addiction for me. Is reading my girlfriend is a T Rex. I think it might be done by the guy who made the monster Masu made the one where the guy lives with all the different monster girls in the house, and they all want to have sex with him, but the government says you can't have sex with them but they all want to have sex with them. And say, so, all right, you can marry and have sex with one of them. So they all like, ooh, we all have to... <laughs> God damn it, Japan. Only in Japan will this comic ever fucking exist. Like, my girlfriend is a T-Rex. I think... Uh, I'm getting, like, ambivalent me- messages because I sent it to a couple people, and all of them were like, oh, so you, you just found this on your own. I'm like, I think... So. I don't... I got really drunk. I mean, I remember going to bed. I remember thumbing through it. I have flashes of that, but, like... Like, oh, so uh, someone didn't, like, send this to you? I'm like, did you send it to me? No one's answering me. Like, did I get this from a tweet? I don't know. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I want to give proper credit to the person who introduced this T-Rex sexy comic to me. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want. I, and I guess if I did find it on my own, I guess it's probably because I watched Tammy and the T-Rex which is a movie about Paul Walker, yes, that Paul Walker, getting his brain put inside of a giant mechanical T-Rex. And then he just flat out murders a bunch of people. But it's okay because he goes on zany <laughs> adventures with his girlfriend and the, his gay black best friend. Very weird. A, 19, a movie from 1993 handling a gay black character that well. It's like, watching, all right, here come all the fucking dumbass homophobic jokes. And no, I think there's like one homophobic joke. And I'm like, really? 1993? Tammy and the T-Rex breaking down the barriers? Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you off, Paul Walker T-Rex robot. <laughs> it's weird. It's bizarre. It's very, very bizarre. Uh, and I'm just kind of pissed off that there's no werewolf. I'm, these are not rants anymore. These are just my talking points. I'm like seeing the clock down there. I'm almost at an hour. I want to kind of keep these like at an hour length. No comedy, werewolf media. Everything's, like, trying to be scary or serious and, like, introspective. I don't see any, like, werewolves in comedy. I don't see a comedic story focusing with werewolves or having a main character werewolf. It's always, like, vampires, uh, gorgons, nausea's, T-Rex girls, all kinds of weird stuff. But you never see, like, a main character. You don't even see main characters that much of just being werewolves. I thought it was weird. I want to see a funny story. Like, it happens to have a werewolf. I mean... There's that one British TV show that got ruined by American TV, and I think what Wolverton. I mean, I read a couple like really bad web comics, 
like that are very ex- I don't know how you can be exploitive to werewolves. <laughs> like yeah, werewolves just eat a lot of pizza. I'm like, okay. It's like a gag a day strip. Alright, that's cool. And then I think I found one, but they never updated. Up to me to make that happen. Thank you, beef strips. There are there's already werewolf comedic content. There's me, your werewolf internet boyfriend. Wolf uh yeah, I guess uh fifty six millimeters just pointed out wolf cop. I mean it is. I mean, yeah, it technically is. I mean, like, I meant more like um, digestible media, not so much as a standalone movie, more so of like a comic book series, a TV series, or, like a novel series, a strip series, a gag, something like that you can pick up that's continuous that instead of just like one tossaway movie. Because technically, An American Werewolf in London is a comedy. It's a horror comedy. And it's really good. It's just one Wolf Cop, Wolf Cop 2. There's not much going on with that stuff. I know, I'm just, I just kind of feel like there should be more. <laughs> I'm just being whiny. Not every time an American Neon says every time an American touches a foreign show, it takes a dive. Not true. Uh, there's. <laughs> Ah, the Scott Pilgrim movie. Haha, <laughs> that's a Canadian comic. That's technically foreign. American movie that was amazing. Not as good as the comic, but still amazing. It did not take a dive. Boop. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm sure there's more. I'm not thinking. I don't watch foreign media that much. I don't. <laughs> I mean, the same could be said, I guess. Uh, have you seen the anime adaptations for some of America's most beloved series? I mean. Hitalia does exist. You can't say that without bringing up Hitalia. Like, world relations is not just a summer beach episode anime trope. So, boom. I'm going to get going. Uh, I'm not doing any interactions. I've been talking to you guys the entire episode. Uh, I will. Uh, plus, I'm really hot and sweaty. I was kind of out of it this week. I mean, I thought it'd be funny to do a shed news story. Also, I can hear my roommate. <laughs> being loud and playing a lot of loud music. So I'm going to leave you off with my... We don't talk about Hitalia. Yeah, thank you, Beef Strips. Uh, wow! Oh my god! It did predict it! Holy shit! It's, it says, Doors shall soon open for you. Look at that, and the little thing. Doors shall open soon for you. Oh, my fucking roommate opens my door in the middle of my podcast. Confirms that Jones Soda is witchcraft. Delicious, sugary... Witchcraft. Oh my god. Anyway, this has been the Ugly Werewolf Podcast. Make sure, uh, if you want to send anything in to me, send it to nodnash at uglywerewolf.com. Hit me up on Twitter at nodnash. I got a Patreon, patreon.com slash nodnash. If you have an extra buck or two to throw my way, uh, check out uglywerewolf.com as I slowly update it and start putting up more cool stuff. I have all kinds of crazy stuff going on right now. So, until then, oh, you can, I even have a P.O. box. You can mail me weird stuff, and I'll talk about it. You can even sign a not. Um, I don't know if you could sign anonymously. Uh, you could say that it's from anonymous, but because you have to, it's weird if you send like an unmarked package. But one six one seven, P.O. box one six one seven, Beaverton, Oregon nine seven zero seven five. Guess I've gotten weird stuff before. I talked on the podcast. Now I can open it up and show you guys. This video format is magic. I'm not Nest the Ugly Werewolf. Keep it crunk and stay ugly. That was not the file I wanted to click on. Not, I was gonna, I dig it. This is called. This is called Doobly Doo. Like a, like a, a level like the level two area in an RPG. Like the second time you go to it, it has no importance to anything. This is this is what it sounds like. This is in town talking all the fucking NPCs.
I'm done with this. Stop it. <laughs> 